Greetings and welcome to a special episode of Pops Collection. I'm Ron Tweedy. Pops, uh, I just got finished talking with them earlier today, and we wanted to give you our first thoughts around the Wonder Woman 84 film. So please enjoy this. Uh, if you'd like to get the full video version, you can check us out on Facebook or on YouTube, and I'll also try to post the link onto our Twitter page. So without further ado, here is the episode. <laughs> Looks like it's recording, so uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is uh, Ron Tweedy with Pops Collection, and we got Pops here, and we wanted to share our first impressions of Wonder Woman 1984, so we both did just uh, finish seeing it in the past 24 hours, and so we just wanted to give uh, our listeners a uh, kind of a hot take with what we our first impressions were and uh, whether it's worth uh, either going to try to track down a movie theater to go see it or uh, paying the uh, $14.99 to sign up for HBO Max to, to watch it for the next uh, 30 days or so. So, again, welcome. I think what we'll do is we'll first talk about the movie in generalities. We won't go into spoilers until a little bit later on and for, for a few minutes. So if anybody wants to see it without being spoiled uh, and just get our, our uh, recommendations and uh, our, our just takes on it uh, before that. We'll, we'll do that, and then we'll have a, a spoiler warning before we, we go ahead and talk about that stuff. Does that sound good? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. It does sound good to me, but I can't promise that I'm going to not blurt out something. You know, It's not like a recording where we can cut something out you know, since we're doing it live, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll we'll do our best to to just kind of maybe yes. take the first few minutes, right? Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. And uh, if you can catch me if I okay. start to say something wrong, you know, like zip it, okay, or something. All right. But yes, yeah, so we can watch this for thirty days, huh? Right. Yeah. And then it leaves HBO Max. I, I'm assuming that it will have a clear delineation before it goes out on DVD and then it gets added to the official collection for, uh, for your collection. So, Oh, I cannot wait. I really, uh, I am going to say this uh, to our listeners that uh, if you, it would be worth going to the movie theater if you chose to do that. Yeah. But it would also be worth, getting HBO Max to see it too. Yeah. And I think that was one thing that for, for us, it was better for us to do it that way because the movie is pretty long, about two and a half hours. And I know that that uh, from some folks, apparently on social media, that was one of the main complaints is that it was a long film and some of the plot points uh, were dragging not to get into anything specifically, but there's, uh, some people said that. But for, for me, having to, the option to pause, take a little break, or you know, tend to whatever we had to do uh, was actually very helpful for us to enjoy the movie better. So that would be you know, my particular take on that. Well, I mean, because really, I mean, how many times do you go to the movie theater and you run out of popcorn? <laughs> right. You know, and then you have to do rock, paper, scissors to see who's going to go, right. you know? And because you really never do know 
uh, in a movie if there is going to be a part that's drug out a little bit. Uh, I can recall when we went to go see Endgame. Right. And there was an older couple like us there that said, oh, yeah, if you need to go to the bathroom or anything, you can go when they show Hulk at the restaurant. Yeah. And I was like, well, okay, but, you know, how can you control when you have an issue like that or whatever? You know, you really can't, you know? Yeah, that's true. But the other part of it is, yeah, I, I wouldn't tell people to leave at that point. That's one of the most humorous moments is when exactly. yes, Mark and yes. Scott Lang, of course, you know, we're always Scott Lang fans over here. So anyway, all right. So, <laughs> so in your opinion, uh, it's, it's worth it to, to, to watch the movie now as opposed to, to waiting, right? Oh yes. If yeah. you could. Yeah. Um, and economically, right. Uh, the 1599, how much, how many people in your family, right. how much would you have to pay to go to a movie theater? Right. No, that's a good I mean, point. I, the only drawback to that is unless you have a 60, 70 foot flat screen, yeah. I think you do miss a little bit of it. There are some scenes in there, and I don't believe that this is a spoiler because if you've seen the teasers, you've seen the um, definite uh, ride the lightning scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Very small. Yeah. That, that's and, and if you could imagine right. that on the big screen, I bet I can imagine that in IMAX. I bet that would look really cool in IMAX. Yeah. That's a good you know? point. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it, so we talked about this just a little bit beforehand and, and my, my hot take on this is that DC has managed to uh, release the, the worst and the best female centric comic book movies in the same year. Uh, in, in my opinion so far of everything that we've seen and ha have wanted to see so far, uh, you know, this is the exact opposite of birds of prey. So, um, right. You like birds of prey a whole lot. Yeah, exactly. I liked it like I like a uh, a root canal. So, wow, yeah, that good, huh? So, uh, but yeah, and it's funny. It's funny to me that it is almost the exact opposite uh, message as Birds of Prey. And so, um, yeah. So that that's my hot take. What what what? Before we get into spoilers, what what's your like? Uh, well, I thought it was a movie that was really uh, relative to the times right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you, I just got finished watching uh, the HBO series Watchmen. Okay. And uh, the original Watchmen comic book that came out in the 80s. Yes. Uh, it dealt with those particular times. And uh, the way they rehashed it on HBO, it was... Uh, a watchman, what hap would happen 30 years later. Okay. If a lot of those things were to go. So right. it was dealt with those times, just like I feel like this particular one, and your mother felt the same way, Yeah. that a lot of the things that happened in this movie could actually coincide with what's happening in the world today. Mm. I don't know if you could uh, concur with that, but... Uh, yeah. There were some parts towards the end. Yes. 
of the movie that could kind of relate to the situations going on today. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So takes are, yeah, definitely go see it. Uh, it's it's a movie that is, um, like I said, in my opinion, the best female-centric superhero movie we've seen, uh, I, I think, ever made at this point. And it's also relevant for the time, so that's good. All right, so that's the spoiler-free part of this. So if you are going to watch the film and you don't want to be spoiled, this is where you sign off. Goodbye and God bless. And for those of you who don't care about spoilers, let's, let's or who've already seen it, let's go ahead and, and talk about kind of the meat of the film. Okay. Well, um, I wanted to ask you: Do you think the how do you feel about the villain in this film? Uh, depends on which villain. So we got both uh, Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, and then we have uh, Pedro Pascal as Max Lord. So there's two two villains in this film. Right, but I'm going to say that uh, she's a villainess. Okay. So, you know, I would sure. class her as a villainess. And sure. as I shared before, uh, in most of the animated, uh, especially the Justice League right. uh, animated movies, Cheetah is her main villain, you know. Her main uh, confrontation nemesis. Yeah. is all with Nemesis. Thank you. Yeah, kind of like the Joker is to Batman, right? Exactly. Okay. That's. I think that they, they all kind of have their yeah. villains, so to speak. You yeah. Know, Flash has the boomerang. You know, mostly I think is one of his big ones, um, but Cheetah is mostly a the villainous or arch villain. Yeah, Wonder Woman. I, I think, well, I think Kristen Wiig did a fantastic job uh, from an acting perspective. She did, you know, uh, she definitely, there's this, um, particularly with the, the 1980s aesthetic, you know, there's a, you know, kind of prototypical, uh, you know, young woman that gets portrayed a lot in a lot of these period pieces. Um, and uh, I think she does that extremely well. Um, you know, she definitely looks like she's a, you know, young woman of the eighties and, you know, dresses like it, acts like it looks like it. It's perfect. I think that she does that very well. Now I will have to say as a, uh, again, a weakness of mine, uh, that, you know, I might try to address in the, the near future. I don't know much of the source material between the, you know, ongoing thing with Cheetah and Wonder Woman. So I can't really say, has, is it true to the comics? Is it true to the animated stuff? You probably speak more to that. Uh, you know, for, for me, I think for what the film is, uh, that was one thing I think that was missing from the first Wonder Woman film. And a lot of times we see this with a lot of the origin stories for a lot of these heroes. So, for instance, uh, Ant-Man, you have uh, the first villain is Darren Cross, Yellow Jacket. And so it's very similar to kind of like the opposite of Ant-Man with you know, Iron Man, his first villain was Obadiah Stane, Iron Monger, very similar in nature as well. So it's not uncommon to see that. And I think that's exactly what we get with Cheetah is that she wants to be Wonder Woman or Diana. And so she ends up getting that. And, you know, we talk, it's kind of like the big plot point is uh, this idea about wish fulfillment. And Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, and, and I, I think that, it was uh, it was good to have that in there 
Uh, and I think that she actually portrayed a great job. She, you know, like I said, the acting job was, was fantastic. And I loved when, you know, she got the, the wish to be like super powerful and she wanted to be the apex predator. The makeup job that they did for her uh, was really cool. I thought it was, Oh yes. You know, not cartoony. It was, but it was still faithful to the original portrayal. So I liked it a lot. Uh, it was very faithful to the original, uh, even in the animated ones, even though some of them look a little cartoony others. Yeah. Uh, they do a very good job as we spoke, uh, about the uh, new Marvel Universe uh, anime that's coming on our, 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 the animation. It was, right. in some of those, it is quite similar to that. Yeah. And like you said, the, the makeup job was wonderful. It would win face-off <laughs> if that was still around, you know? Very, very well put. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so what what did you think about the... Uh, the storyline itself did you think it was um you know in, in my opinion i thought it was you know we talked about this i think with the birds of prey episode in particular and i think we talked about it generally with the captain marvel episode about how i i think that a lot of times the female superhero story isn't it's just kind of like a a, a a cheap version of the male superhero story and you know for me uh I, I thought that this movie actually was a lot different and that I think they really did try something that was actually uniquely feminine as opposed to a masculine version of a, or a female version of a masculine superhero story. What, what are your thoughts around that? Um, I would agree with that. I think that it uh, really spoke to her heart yeah, and to her feelings and um, how she actually, I think that, that was her true love uh, in this story. Uh, she has this longing mm -hmm. and um, that was, think of 1984 and here she was back in World War One, and right. all this time she has, her heart has been for somebody that she lost a long time ago. And to her, nobody could take his place. You know, so how they dealt with that and uh, how they also dealt with the consequences of you making a wish, you know, that uh, they talked about, uh, you know, because of the mythology of all that, that this uh, wish machine, I guess I'll call it, yeah, was made by a god. Right. But not a good God, almost a God like Loki. Yes, very much uh, so. You know, so I kind of uh, did the parallel to that. Yeah, when absolutely. I saw that part of it, you know. Yeah, and to me, I think that the, the key moment is at the very end where she's, you know, confronting Maxwell Lord and he's, you know, kind of dialed into everybody across the world. And, you know, she has this speech about the truth and... The truth is enough. The truth is uh, beautiful, and that 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 actually, I think, was such a such a it was so, so much a better message than the original Wonder Woman that we talked about. How like you know she needed her reason to fight. She fights for love, and it was kind of cheesy. This to me is so much more powerful because a lot of times 
you know, the, the, and I think this is the biggest lie that is told to women these days that you can have it all, right? It, Ma the Maxwell Lord's message is told to women every day that they could have, you know, this super successful, fulfilling career, a family, you know, good marriage, all of that comes together and they literally can have it all. And the answer is, well, if you want, you know, each of those things, one of those other things are going to have to suffer because of the time and effort that's required to make it successful. Right. Right. And that's the same in with anybody in the world. Right. You so, know, you and, have to be a slave to one or. Right. And my point is, is that like, that is actually that, that I think that number one is the biggest lie that's told to our women these days. Uh, and then that number two, that, you know, life is a series of trade-offs. So yeah, you can have this thing, but it's going to cost you this, the, the monkey's paw, as they, they mentioned it in the film. And right. to me, that... Have you read that book, The Monkey's Paw, that story? Uh, well, I mean, I'm familiar with the story. I haven't actually read the, the actual story okay. itself. I, the, the, the most relevant uh, way that we interacted with it, they did a uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror uh, short on it. So, <laughs> you know, that, that, that's my particular context for it, which okay. was always well. very enjoyable and well-written. So. But, but so I think that that is such a... Uh, a great way to um, tell the story and have a deeper message to it. And the truth that being truth, being a not a relativistic thing. That's the other thing is that there, that the truth is, is a transcendent thing in this film that it's not just your truth or my truth or, you know, our perception of the truth. It's the truth. And, you know, we don't have that a lot in society anymore, which is very refreshing to see as well. So, uh, so that, in my opinion, like I said, I think this was such a good movie. It's one of the, one of the better movies uh, of the DCU. It's, it's definitely a contender for one of the best ones, I think. And um, I, I think that to me is, is really the pivotal scene in the film at the very end where we have Dinah's speech about the truth. And, um, right. Well, she not only it uh, she is tempted again by Max Lord. Yes. About you know her greatest love. Yes. And, you know, doesn't she really? Doesn't she wish she could have that back? And she kind of goes through this part. Well, uh, how much she deeply loves him, but right. she knows that that was part of the past and that she needs to move on right you know yep and uh you can't live in the past right and which she has been doing for over 100 years i think right by yep. 84 mm -hmm. uh so well maybe not 100 years but uh yeah. it's been a long time right yeah so um yes uh i perfect message uh very thought-provoking and I think that that message kind of rang with everybody the way that uh, things were going. Because there were consequences even for Max Lord. Right. For what he chose to do. Everybody, there was consequences. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I do think that's something that we don't really talk about a lot. Is that a lot of times we could get into situations. And that's kind of what his story is. Is that... You know, he's this, basically, he's got a Ponzi scheme at this point. He's, he's, you know, trying to stave off investors and he has this empty 
you know, company that, you know, he, he thought if he just kept up the, you know, getting more investors that he would be okay and kind of stay afloat. And it turns out he didn't. And so the idea about him getting the, uh, MacGuffin, right. The yeah. wish machine, uh, was the way for him to get out of it. And it turns out it's the exact opposite that it was going to end up taking his entire life. And that's the other thing I thought about is that, you know, the, the thing that Jesus says, you know, what is it for a man to gain the whole world, but lose his soul? You know, I think that, that really personifies Max Lord as a character. It was um, a definite depiction of that, right. no question. And it was, it, it, and I love that the the thing that brought him to his senses was the love for his son, or the, his son's love for him, actually, which is uh, pretty incredible. So that was that was a, an amazing part of the movie as well. So well, I think that he needed to see his son looking for him because yep. he had a vision of it, right? And to see how much that. Uh, his son uh, was needed him or wanted him, and he his heart started softening for that. Right. And I think what we see in this, and one of the messages I thought was really good, is that uh, we don't have to pretend or try to be uh, a superhero for the ones we love. Yeah. You know, that they're the ones we love and all they want is for us to love them as much as we love as they love us, mm -hmm. you know? Sure. And that's the most important part in not, you know, how successful we are, how much money we make or, you know, how high a position we have. Um, you know very well that I changed my whole life from yeah. making a lot of money to just uh, living my life on a very small amount of money and raising you and your brothers and your mother mm -hmm. with as much love that I could. Yeah. And we de never wanted for anything, I don't think. I didn't, yeah. 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 I mean, there were things that we wanted, but we... Well, yeah, that's a different, that's a different it, thing. Yeah, it's totally different. Freedom from you know? want is not a, the same thing as wanting things, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So. All right, cool. What, what else? Uh, what, let's, let's talk a little bit about some of the cool things. Um, I, I really did like, uh, like I said, I really do like, I dig the 80s aesthetic thing, you know, Stranger Things, and we, we, a lot of other things have done this before in the past, and I do think that uh, this is in good company. With all they of those did things. it real well. Uh, I totally love the rollerblading yeah. and the break dancing. Yes, yeah. All right. What about the uh, the jet? What do you think I about the jet? I loved the jet. The invisible jet was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty neat. I thought the way that they portrayed that, uh, yeah. it was just wonderful. Yeah. The, uh, they, the special effects, uh, you kind of saw the inside of the jet, but... right. No, couldn't see them, couldn't see the outside. I mean, yeah, you could see them on the inside. And right. it was almost like the comics. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty neat. And you could definitely tell that the original release date was around the 4th of July because that was kind of a big scene there where, you know, they're enjoying the fireworks over D.C. Very good um, special effects on that, too. Yeah, that, that was really fun. And then you had, <laughs> at the very end, you had a little bit of a Christmas scene, which was, I thought, 
I don't know if that was tacked on at the end of it. It seems like it was because it was now released for December 25th. Christmas. So. I said, wow. I said, you know, Ron's going to have another Christmas mood movie to watch. You know? Well, see, there's a difference between movies that have a scene that takes place at Christmas versus movies that are set, like the majority of the movie being set during Christmas. So a movie like Batman Returns, you can make the case for, but Wonder Woman, because most of the movie takes place in the summer, I would say is not. So. Anyway. Well, I that would also be the same with Red then. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because it, it just has a scene and, you know, a lot of it's in the sun. Yeah. So, so there you go. I like that part. Um, also, uh, what I thought was interesting um, was the way that they uh, depicted the people's clothing. Yeah. The guy that uh, Steve turned into. Right, right. Right. And to think that, wow, I can remember back in the 80s, but you know, especially for me, like the platform shoes. Oh, yeah. You know, because we had leisure suits and right, uh, right. real high shoes. So it really did. My pants uh, length of my pants was a lot longer back then than what it is now. Yeah. And not because I got shorter. Right. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, what, what about, it, were there any negatives that you took away from the film? Um, <sighs> negatives. I'll, I'll, I'll just share one, I think, and then maybe you can, if you think of anything else. But to me, I think the only thing missing from this film was that I do wish that they would have had, and, and I didn't, I, don't, I had to think about a way they actually could have been able to pull this off, but one thing that Marvel always does a good job with is kind of like, you know, giving you a connection to, you know, somebody else in the, in the universe. Right. And so what I was thinking about, I was like, okay, well, this is, you know, about 30 years before, uh, you know, Clark Kent is of age and starts becoming Superman. Right. So there's no Correct. way he could have yes. been in there. No. Uh, the, the only thing I thought of that they might've been able to work would be, Robert Pattinson, Bruce Wayne, at some point crossing paths with her. That's the only thing I could think of that they could have made work. Because, you know, obviously older Bruce Wayne wouldn't work as Ben Affleck, but, uh, you know, Robert Pattinson as a younger Batman, they might have been able to make that. I, I think that, that'd be the only thing I think they could actually do. Well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, I think more for me uh, would be Martian Manhunter. Okay. Because he's hundreds of years old. But he's not, he's never been in the DCEU yet, so. See, no, I, he I, has I, I was not. Thinking you would, about, we were thinking about getting somebody from the DCU. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Okay. Yeah, or maybe, yeah, yeah, I mean, you maybe could have gotten like a, I don't know, the wizard from Shazam, maybe. That's probably about it, though. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of connection yeah. that you can put with that. No, no. And that, that was the thing, I think, from a story-wise, that, that, that would be the only thing missing from me. I would have liked to have seen another character to kind of get you excited for the next DCEU film. Um, we did get a, a teaser at the very end. With, well, uh, I don't know if you call that a teaser or not. I, I don't, yeah, I would say it's, I don't know, just a, kind of like a little bit of a, a coda or something like that. I don't know. Um, yes. But yeah, that was. And it was a kind of a fake out in a it, way. It was completely unexpected. I mean, I, I had no idea that they were going to bring back Linda Carter to 
the DCEU as, right. as a different character. So, Right. Well, yes, because uh, Supergirl is considered part of the Arrowverse. Yes. So it's not part of the DCEU. Right. Um, and she was in Supergirl. Yep. So um, I'm going to say put bringing her in there, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. And they uh, gave her a good out for her age. Yeah. You know, if she could, if she would be part of the next one, she does have her gold outfit. Yeah, that was, that is her gold outfit. Yeah, that was a pretty cool scene with with Wonder Woman with the gold armor. Uh, I thought that was a really cool thing, especially with oh, the, the way, fight with Cheetah. Yeah, especially the way her wings would work, and you know, as like kind of like a defensive thing. I thought that was really cool. Oh yes, well, you know, another good thing that I thought was the way that they. Uh, Trevor talked about riding the wind. Yes. And uh, those things were spoken as Diana was learning how to do that. Right. Yeah. Which, because in the Justice League animated stuff, she does that. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask that. I didn't know that for sure. I'm, I'm sure at some point she did gain the power of flight, but it was, that. that's, you know, I don't know if that's consistent or not. with. Well, I think that it was a good explanation of it. Okay. It was a good way to throw it in there, sure, and make it, uh, ex, you know, to explain it. So, mm. cool. I thought that that was a good part of it. Yeah, uh, there were a couple of spots that uh, were a little lagging, mm-hmm. but there wasn't much negative to say about that film. Yeah, the only thing I would say about that is that I, I do think that people who are having a problem with the uh, lack of constant action and the time to kind of step back and do more character development, stuff like that. I think people are putting masculine superhero expectations on this film and they shouldn't do that because this, I think as a female centric film, you need those breaks to explore characters and, uh, you know, get more of, uh, relationships developed in order for it to be a good, movie you know it's not just a constant action thing because you know it's it there's there's more to it than just that right developing the cheetah character before yes and then after right uh the difference is uh her max lord who being a male now this kind of is a uh, feminist type thing a male that's trying to use a female to get what he wants. Sure. Yeah. You know, there was that point of it. Yep. And then there was also the walk in the park. Right. And that particular part of it. Right. Um, and then a complete 180, but you had to have that to see the development of the character and the change of the character. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. And, uh, I thought this movie was all about, that all about change and development, maturing. Yep. Um, how that we can take ourselves and uh, we can really wish for some dumb things. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, and we could even attain those things that we wish for, but at a significant cost to ourselves. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. So I think that's the other important thing. So, 
Yeah, that's good. What about the, you know, you mentioned that it was relevant for the times. What, what, what is your, um, why don't you explain that a little bit? Okay, well, uh, like I said, towards the end of the movie, yeah, um, everybody was getting what they wanted, but uh, when they would get what they want, they were also losing something. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, kind of the weird thing was the guy, a uh, woman had a dog. She was saying, hey, let's go. There's a lot of rioting going on. Right. And he was saying, well, you know, I wish for a farm. Yeah. And he said, and I got cows, but I wanted them, you know, on a farm, not here. Yeah. Know, that, so. Yeah. That hit a little too close to home for me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. But, uh, you know, there was so much chaos yeah. and everything. People were getting what they wanted, but they were losing the most important part of themselves. Yeah. You know, and uh, I thought that that's kind of the way uh, things are today. We are yeah. stuck at home right now. We, right. Uh, I, me and your mom are on do doing a quarantine thing and right. it's driving us a little batty. Right. You know, I can say for myself, I don't like it, but, yeah. uh, and I think that that's happening all around the world right now. Yeah. You know, and plus, uh, the thing with, uh, the police and then one group trying to defund the police, another group, uh, saying that the police are okay. Some of them, you know, yeah. talking about, uh, you know, you can only say black lives matter. You can't say that all lives matter. Yeah. But the bottom line is that we all are on this earth and we all need to learn to live together. And uh, what's happening right now is nothing but chaos, you know, the yep. same thing with the election. Yep. You know, it's uh, a, uh, what was, uh, your mom said she had read something where uh, there was a group of people saying that if, the Republicans won that there was going to be riots. And then there was another group that said that there was going to be riots if the Democrats won. Well, somebody's got to win, you know. And God tells us that we are supposed to be respectful of the authorities that are above and pray for them, sure. whoever it's going to be. Sure. You know, uh, we did our duty and voted, but... Um, you know, however it comes, we know that we serve our God. Sure. And he is the one that is in control. And whatever happens, it'll happen for his purpose. He will turn it the way that he's supposed to turn it for whatever reason that might be. You know? Yeah, yeah it, it is interesting. You, you, you went that way. And I, I don't think we should dip too much into the... No, I didn't want that. to, but 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 it is it is interesting how you know this movie was like. Well, what really matters is the truth, and it, to me, it sounds like there's at least one side saying, "Hey, can we get down to the truth of what really happened?" And um, you know, uh, exactly. There's other, there's other folks that don't really want to talk about that. They just want to accept you know what the reported results are, and that's it. Um, anyway, food for thought on that. All right, yes, well, let's, it's a shame. Yeah, well, let, let's 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 wrap it up. Um, from from me, uh, uh, for for my perspective, you know, we already talked about this. Yeah, go see it. Absolutely, you know, have 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 at it. I think, like I said, it is well done. Um, worth the wait. 
you know, we, we waited about six months for this thing. And, you know, in my opinion, I think that, uh, it set a pretty high bar, uh, for, you know, uh, our, my expectations going in now to black widow, uh, next year. Um, yes. We'll and see what happens. I am, I feel the same way. I don't know that black widow will stand up to it. I'm hoping that it does. Yeah. Um, but, this was well worth the wait, and yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, double five rating. Yeah. Okay? Okay. No, that's and good. And also the U. Okay. Right. Definitely double fives for me. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, I think the only thing for me is that they, they, they had a connection to another DCEU property, I think would have made it a, a perfect 10 for me, so I could give it a 9.5 um, if I was going to you know, give it a rating um, from that. But, Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. We're definitely worth your time. So, and um, I'm going to say that maybe we'll do a podcast when it comes out on DVD. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. When we revisit, we'll get the, more in depth into yeah. it. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. That'd be awesome. Cool. All I right. love it. Any, uh, final thoughts or any other, uh, go words? watch it. Yeah. Go watch it. And, uh, um, I'm going to ask that uh, if you want to communicate with us, uh, you can go to our Pops Collection on our website, on Facebook, and yep. uh, we have a Twitter. And uh, what else do we have, Ron? Yeah, that, that, that should be enough. Yeah, the, okay. the Facebook or Twitter, and we'll, we can get back to you that way. And that's it. Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank right. you. Goodbye and God say- bless, and we'll, uh, you know... Take it easy. Yes, and God bye, God bless. Tell your friends, okay? Thanks. Bye. Bye.